What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans, where we bring in our slowest Tuesday version of ourselves. All right. Shout out to you brothers here and uh, have a gordita on me. All right. Today's show, we're going to talk about Gen Z women. And it's mostly late millennials. All right. But of course, Gen Z is going to attack attract a little bit of attention. It's mostly late millennials. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, late millennials, generation Y, if you will. Uh, these people have uh, a, a tendency to have a lot of tattoos. We're going to go over the statistics of the amount of these people who have tattoos. And we're seeing more and more common women with larger tattoos. All right. We're not talking about small tattoos anymore. Okay. We're not talking about, we're talking about large tattoos. All right, big tattoos of parrots on the side of their thigh from the top of their hip all the way down to their knee. We're talking about large tattoos now. We've we've jumped the shark between small tattoos and, uh, you know, people have a little bit of an attitude change related to tattoos now and that the attitude changes here. We're seeing completely now we're seeing women with neck tattoos. OK, um, we've jumped the shark just a little bit and uh, you see the pole there. There's a pole there right there on the uh on the live chat would you consider dating a woman long term if she has a large tattoo we're talking about completely across her back right up the middle of her chest brock lesnar style all right we have them now below the bra line okay you have the bra line there where the underwire is a lot of women are putting young women are putting tattoos right across their belly like right up there by the xiphoid process okay this is going this is literally going way way beyond what was considered norm now that tattoos are sort of a thing now and uh, half of millennials more than half of millennials or just about half of millennials women do have tattoos now what are we doing okay what does that reflect what is that what is does this a clear sign of danger we're going to talk about that we're also going to talk about a transgender i believe they would call it a transgender woman who went to the deep deep south in tuscaloosa Alabama, i'm at tuscaloosa yeah, we see in face tattoos now. Yeah, face tattoos. Yes, right, right, right in the face. Okay, that Amber Rose got one right on her forehead. Uh, man, I mean, are we going a little too far with this one? And we're also going to talk about a transgender student who went to the University of Alabama and tried to rush in them nice little young sororities and what happened to him or her. <laughs> oh, man, crazy. Uh, shout out in my neck of the woods. Shout out to Tuscaloosa, Alabama in the city of or the state of Alabama. Roll Tide and everybody in Auburn, uh, whatever, Burn Eagle, whatever you call it. <laughs> Go Eagle, whatever it's called. I don't remember what it's called. All right. Uh, Burn Eagle. What is it in Auburn? Anyway. <laughs> Somebody said Lynchville. All right. Yeah, man, this is going to be a great show. Do me a favor. Um, this is uh, how you contribute to today's show. You might have an opinion. War Eagle, War Eagle, Burn Eagle, War Eagle. I have a friend of mine that was actually coaching softball at the University of Auburn. And then he went to another school, Florida or something like that. Uh, shout out to Burn Eagle in Auburn. <laughs> and throw some toilet paper in the tree while you're there. All right. So dollar sign CGA live uh, in the building is the cash app. The PayPal is already linked at the top of the description box or, or, or the live chat. You got it, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And on Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. And on uh, Revolut for the International Coach Gang members, although I don't check it live because I can't log in. It's an app. Can't log on my computer as far as I know. It is Revolut at Coach Greg Adams. You can contribute over there. 
All right. Anyway, uh, shout out to everybody here. This is going to be a great show. Might be a short show. Might be a long show. All right. Um, and then we're going to get into the earlier contributors to the day show. There were people contributing very, very early. I mean, way before I even put up the live stream for the day. And I thought this would be a good one because we do talk about class a lot in our country. We talk sorry, on, on my podcast and you guys know me as to be a classist for sure. And uh, in, in the middle of this conversation, we're going to talk about class in America. Who's more likely who's more likely to put a large tattoo visibly on themselves and then try to leap and level up in class after the tattoo? Is that going to be is that going to be a good strategy? Nope. We're going to talk about that. All right. Because there are some people, there are some women who are wanting to date and level up, but also they're branding themselves prior to selecting a mate. And then when they try to come out in the mate selection process, you're seeing. Now, I don't know if you get on dating apps and even even seeking or regular dating apps. I'm seeing more and more women on dating apps that are branded. You know what I mean? Like they got tattoos already. And you're going, uh, you know what I mean? Like if you come from the old school, you looking like, oh. <laughs> and uh, it's one of those things that I think they have to disclose up front because if they're on the dating app and they're covering their tattoos and then all of a sudden you you're getting there, you're, you're getting down and heavy and all of a sudden they got a chat chest tattoo across their chest and you're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? So a lot of times they have to uh, disclose their tattoo. You'll see them in the first couple of photos. They don't, you don't see the tattoo. And then the last couple of photos, you can see it and they're showing it. Cause I'm pretty sure some people be like, uh, the hell is this? And we're not talking about a small tattoo. We're talking about very large tattoos. So what does that encompass here? So let's get to the early contributors to today's show. Who is in here? Yo, Koji, it's your homeboy. He says, from what I see on TikTok in the news, Chiefs is almost here with the asteroid. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Pause. Here it comes. El Jefe says, got it, coach. Thanks for the clarification. My bad. Oh, oh, I see. That was at the end of the show. We were getting clarification. No, I'm not telling you not to strap up, strap up, strap up out here, especially with the body count. They're telling you promiscuity is very high, right? Their promiscuity is very high. I don't know why y'all would go out here. You're really rolling the dice. My friends overcharged me. I voted yes because, number one, I myself am quite tatted and don't want to be a hypocrite. So you voted yes that you would date a woman with large tattoos. And number two, it depends on her culture along with the style of the tattoo, which we're going to talk about here, styles of tattoos. Um, and then he says, I'm not taking Tramp Stamp Stacy seriously, though, but I will take one of the Uso Little Sisters with the Heritage tattoos seriously. Okay, we're going to talk about also styles of tattoos, not styles, types of tattoos. Then we're going to talk about um the way she's displaying them on their bodies and why they're, why they're choosing to do this. And you know, where do we go in culture to say that this was fine? Now, if you guys remember, um, I, I'm giving up too much. I'm a giving up too much. All right. The dark saga says, Hey, CGA catching the stream live for the first time in a while. So here's a little tuition tuition. And that's a co-sponsorship. I'm a music. I'm a musician and tattoos are part of the culture. I've actually had women reject me because I don't have any tattoos. It is what it is. I choose to be a free agent anyway. And he says, I got appreciate you, man. And uh, yes, the, the, we're, we're, we're talking about class, right? So uh, musicians and artists are a class, if you will. And typically musicians and artists are starving. <laughs> Actors. That is typically a starving community, meaning 
you got to starve your way in order to reach the top. Like you're trying to reach to the top. You're a rapper. You're normally not coming from suburbs, right? You're trying to work your way up and trying to work your way up in that class, in that artistic community. You're going to probably associate with people who are having tattoos and women who have tattoos and artists that have tattoos. So you're going to, that's a class. That's a definitely a class in our country, an artistic class. So many musicians are going to have tattoos, whether you rap or rock or whatever you do, uh, whether you do poetry or or all of that stuff. So if you're a part of that community, you're more likely to get tattoos, right? Um, uh, because you're going to run into people who know how to do them. But what does that say? When you try to hop into a different class of people, which you're going to do, I know people are going to be like, no, I'm going to be forever with this class of people. This is not true. You're going to elevate or de-elevate one of your classes, all right? You're not going to be a starving artist forever. So then you're probably going to get married. Maybe you're going to go corporate, whatever it is. If you have tattoos across your knuckles, that is that going to limit you? You got tattoos, male or female, but we're typically talking about women here for dating. If you got tattoos across your knuckle, that's going to severely hamper you or will it? I have an article that says potentially not, but we'll get to that article when we get there. All right, where we got here? We got, uh, who is this? Uh-oh. <laughs> no government name. I wish I could say your government name because I would have been like, new, 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 new world order. <laughs> oh, man. He says, CGA, I got this 304 I've been smashing for over a year and some change. And she just recently told me she's been banging another guy as well. How should I play this, coach? Play like you be cold like the other side of the pillow. Because um, I don't know. Did you believe she wasn't banging another guy? You didn't commit to her. They're all banging other guys. <laughs> they're all banging other guys. Women are like, no, this is reprehensible. This is not true. Yes, they're all banging other guys or or emotionally banging them. So she was you obviously was going Rosky. So I would run to go get that syphilis, gonorrhea and chlamydia test real quickly. If you don't have it yet, because you don't know who she's banging. Odds are she's banging somebody lower than you, like lower class. Like, say, if you're a well, good middle class guy and you got a house, oh, we'll be friends with benefits. She says, I don't mind. I'll ride it out for a year and a half. And she getting smashed by Pookie on the side. You're like, damn, this woman reckless with her body. And now you need to go get that, that test. Go get checked. All right. Get the once over. <laughs> All right. And uh, at the second part of it, act like you don't give a damn. Now, here's the problem. You might have been banging on her and you might have, you know, going in Rosky, as we talked about earlier. You're going to get more attached to him when you fill in the juices. And then essentially what's going to happen is you might have got rid of all your hoes. You got rid of all your hoes. Well, that's an L on you because then you started to get attached to this one. You got rid of all your hoes. And now you found out she's been in these streets. In these streets. But it's fair game. I. If you don't, if you're not committed to them, they can bang whoever they want, in my opinion. <laughs> That's what I, but um, did you have an agreement that said you were only supposed to be exclusively banging each other? Even if you did, they're going to cheat on them. Half of them are going to cheat on it. So, yeah, man, you know what I mean? If you don't want to bang on it no more, I get it. Because you like somebody been there and there touching her bottom of her soul. But, guys, if you don't commit to them, odds are they're going to be in these streets. Even when you commit to them, there's a 40% chance that she's going to be in these streets. 
in these streets. And uh, yeah, I want you to think about this. Maybe you don't because I'm a little sadistic like this. I want you to think about this. You've been banging her, and I guarantee you for a year and a half, I guarantee you on the same day you banged her, the other dude banged her. Mm. Left his kids all up in there, all up in her soul. Because there's sometimes women get double booked. So they're like, oh, I see you on my normal Monday and Thursday, right? My normal Monday and Thursday. Oh, I can't see you tonight. Uh, can we make it Tuesday and Thursday? She like, oh, shit. Dexter is Tuesday. Mm. I can't turn them down, so I'll see you on Tuesday. Can you uh, can you come a little later than normal? You walk in there. You've been getting ready for me, haven't you? <laughs> you ready already? You got the sheets pulled back and everything. Oh, wow. They're a little wet. They're a little sweaty. What is that spot right there? Oh, I was drying my hair. All right, lay down. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind. And then, hey, let me tell you something, guys. This is a this is an edutainment show. Here, we're here to educate you, entertain you. Uh, the reason why your salami paws is shaped the way it is is because, evolution wise, our salami is shaped in a way to remove other men's comp competitive semen inside of the woman's body. Oh, y'all don't want to go there. I actually taught you this lesson before, and we use biology to teach you that. Did you guys know that? Did you know you had fighter sperm within your sperm that were to go into the side of the woman and fight the other man's sperm inside? Mm. Oh, y'all don't want to talk about this. Y'all don't want to talk about this. See? See, see, see? We grew up in a, in a, in a very Protestant or um, <laughs> always call it Protestant. Well, it was a Protestant originally, but Puritan. We grew up in a Puritan lifestyle that represses sexuality, and we kind of dish out sexual education in a way that makes it morally, you know what I mean, right under God. But evolutionary-wise, we, we already have developed techniques in our body naturally to fight multiple men's DNA in your woman. Yeah, fighter sperm. You have sperm whose sole job is to seek out other men's sperm inside of the woman's body. Y'all don't want to talk about somebody said seed wars. Like, they're not trying to get pregnant. They're not trying to impregnate the egg. They in there like this. They in there trying to get the seed of the other man out. And not only that, the tip of your salami is shaped to be able to scoop out in the process. Scoop out the other man's sperm. Y'all don't want to talk about it. Y'all don't want to talk about this. And why is this the case? Because women are morally not going to cheat on you? No, men, <laughs> over time, people figure it out. Uh-oh. Your body and nature figured out that these women are in these streets. In these streets. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready for this. It's all biology. And again, I was watching Fresh and Fit. Anytime I referenced them, I was watching them. All right, so I was watching them. And, um, you know, for, for some reason, uh, Myron again make, made a good point, and he said, "Well, men, men's biology is always dismissed. Whatever it is that benefits the man, they always dismiss it. Well, we're naturally want multiple sexual mates. No, well, you should morally. No, 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 no. Biology, biology is biology. But but when it comes to women's biology, we accept it. 
we accept it. Oh, they have a period. Oh, they're going to be cramping. Oh, they they want this biology. Oh, they want perfect protection provision. Naturally, they seek these things out. But the minute the guy says, well, biology, biologically, men are more uh, promiscuous. Men seek multiple partners. Biology, we want to spread our seed. Well, it shouldn't be that way. You should be able to find you a good. No, no, no. <laughs> now, now, don't dismiss biology because it doesn't suit your little advantage there when you when we when we address biological biological needs for women people say well that's what it is when it comes to men they'd be like no 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 if it is in love why do i feel this way all right <laughs> oh man anyway uh somebody says oh okay all right yeah, I don't know what was going on. So anyway, uh, they, then they also have microchimerism, microchimerism, microchizerism, or whatever you want to call it, that women do maintain. This is a theory, biologically, scientifically, that women do maintain this, the remaining seeds of the men from their past. And sometimes your kid could be a combination of many forms of DNA, like uh, of other men that have remained in her. Or have took her to pound town. Are y'all ready for this? <laughs> y'all ready for all this? See, I tell you, man, when it comes to this stuff, they want you to keep quiet. Nah, shut up. Don't talk about this. This is not true. Your kid could be a not a not a great mix, but what happens is there's there's you know your your kid comes out a little bit more bull terrier. Your kid comes about comes out a little more pit bull than you did when you were a kid. You looking at it, you kid, man. He looks like me, but he's a little more stocky. He got a barrel chest, and I got a bird chest. This guys, we've been here, we've been doing this for two hundred, at least two hundred thousand years as Homo sapiens, civilized Homo sapiens, and millions of years, evolutionary wise. This is nothing new, but of course, we're more puritan, sexually repressive. We don't tell people the truth, and we repress. We repress the gentleman's biological imperative to suit the woman's provisionary needs. And we dismiss men biolo biologically. And we just try to feed men love and this idea of monogamy. It, we've never been monogamous for millions of years and hundreds of thousands of years. It ain't even been close. N men or women, by that matter, right? Men or women, but specifically men. And as a result, biologically, we've developed ways to combat cheating partners. It is what it is. Um. Anyway, <laughs> you can be mad or you can accept this. All right. You can like it or not like it, but you better learn to love it. So like I said, man, you can you can bounce her if you guys had an agreement where you're going to be faithful, but there's no agreement. The only way I think a person is cheating is if you get married. If you're not married, there's no such thing as cheating. Listen. If you're not committed, there's no such thing as cheating, meaning legal commitment. I don't want to hear we've been in a long-term relationship. I don't want to hear it. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. There's no binding contractual obligation to that person. And even if you have a binding legal obligation, if you guys agree that there could be multiple partners, that's what it is. All right, stop. Y'all need to stop thinking one-dimensionally. There's no such thing. You puppy love-ass people, you're 16, 17. He cheated on me. No, he did not. <laughs> no she didn't I don't even give it on her side no she didn't 
Well, we had a commitment. <laughs> Your commitment is worth garbage. That's what it is. It's worth if it's worthless. Take it to court. Take your commitment anywhere. You had nothing. Oral con you had an oral contract. When I was 16, my first boyfriend cheated on me. No, he didn't. <laughs> All right, stop going off. I'm pissing people off already. Who is this in here? Mr. Jesus Ramirez is in the building. I don't know if I can say your name, but you didn't say no government name, so I just went ahead and said it. Let me take a check a couple of uh, cash apps. Uh, Eric E. Powell says, um, hmm, great show today, and I gave your name away, but that's all right. Loud Pockets is in the building. He says, shout out to Joe Brandon throwing away $4.7 billion. That's all. Mm. All right. Shout out to the IRS agents. That's going to be hitting y'all up. He was hitting me up. Shout out to Leaf. We'll get to uh, the rest of these cash apps. Cognac Boy, he says, hit that. Uh, come close again with the glasses on, Sean. I think this is Cognac KC. Uh, you know who I you I know who you are. Oh, man. I was about to bump that earlier just so I can get it out of my, my system. Jeremiah Franz is back. Best way to co-sponsor and have more type space. PayPal. PayPal. They'll give you a whole paragraph. All right, so hit that PayPal link. All right, Abel returns to Eden, Levit Leviticus 19 and 28. No need to say any more. All right, I wish I knew what it, what it said. All right, Marcos Perez says, sing a song, coach. Didn't I just sing one? I think I said, uh, what did I sing earlier? One that I always sing. Somebody says, I disagree. It's still cheating. I mean, you can disagree if you want. I don't, I don't care. I mean, people think it's cheating. Well, we had a we had a commitment. We had a commitment, and we said, "You be mine, and I'll be yours." And we were going to be monogamous and faithful. Them things that do. You know how many people cheat in those agreements? It's those. That's worthless. And then what happens? What happens if they cheat? Nothing. You mad? Okay. Then what? Take it to court. Take it to court and get alimony. Because you guys are calling it an oral contract. It's not. An oral contract, you can sue someone over an oral contract. Can you sue somebody if you cheat in a, in a committed relationship? Nope. An oral contract, you could take somebody to court and say, hey, we shook on this. And we had a business deal. And as a result, and then you could, you can't take that shit to court. <laughs> hey, he owe me child support. Or you could take child support. He owe me alimony, palimony. Well, palimony, women are taking it for palimony. Anyway, it, do any relationship before the age of 25 is practice. Any relationship before the age of 25 is practice. All right, it ain't even a real thing. You know what I mean? You're just practicing for your real relationships. All right, if you guys would disagree with me on that, do you disagree with me on that one? Okay, anybody here over the age of 25? Okay, are you still with any of the people that you were with before age 25? I need to do a poll on that. Are you with any of these people? 99% chance that's a no. Nope. So you're 25, um, you're over 25 now. You're still with somebody that you were with under the age of 25. All right. Sister wives, it's almost a no. I'm going to say this is a 99% chance that you're not with them. 
I don't even remember anybody I was with at that, at that age. That's a no. All right, there's a couple of yeses in there, but it's mostly no. All right, uh, anyway, we got a couple of women in there. Yes, I've been, been in a relationship for 12 years. How old are you? 23. You're like, what? <laughs> You'd be like, I was with my man since I was 13. All right, um, anyway. Let's get into the let's get into the show. Yeah, 20 minutes in. Jesus. All right. So here we go. Here's our topics for the day. We're going to talk about the transgender student. Uh, I don't know whether to call them a transgender male or female. All right. But here it is right here. Uh, this young man or this young woman tried to go and rush sororities at the University of Alabama. Um, I would probably say there would be a better place to rush than the University of Alabama. You might have went to Cal Berserkly and did a little bit better than this. But let's go ahead and take a look at this young man or this young woman, however it works. I don't I'm not being disrespectful, but um, the person is a biological male. And they are I'm not sure what part of trans they are, meaning I don't know if there's operative operations or anything hormones. I can't tell. I don't know. But um, remember, this is not my fight, but I'm going to go ahead and watch from the sidelines. Uh, some of these, this this person would have tricked you. All they had to do was put on a dress, but you can see there's masculine shape there. Look at the damn bicep, the quad development here. Uh, the jawline is a lot chiseled. You can see the mist, You can see the uh, absence of a mustache that was previously there, that 5 o'clock shadow kicking in. All right, but uh, short haircut. Let's go ahead and kick the music here. Hey y'all, it's Grant. Today is day five of Alabama Rush and it is the first day of Sisterhood Around. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Um, so I'm going to give you guys an OOTD. And yeah, so my shirt is, my dress is from Hello Molly. Thank you so much, Hello Molly. Love you. My, like, this thing is from Shin. My shoes are from Shin. And my ring is from Graduation. Oh, not again. That is so funny. And uh, yep, that's it. So wish me luck today. And thank you so much. And my makeup is done by me again. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I was thinking for a second. I had to think about what I was going to say. Well, unfortunately for this individual, oh my goodness, new, 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 new world order. Unfortunately for this individual, you know, he was she, he or she was pretty excited about going in. Hold on, let me put up my disclaimer. Let's put up my disclaimer. He or she was very excited about going to rush sororities. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to a SEC football game and seen the sorority girls at the University of Alabama. Mm. Have you seen them? Yikes. These girls are beautiful. I would love to be. Well, actually, I knew some I knew a couple of sorority girls and, uh, you know, a couple 
never mind. I won't tell you how I know them. Um, it would be very much a hellish experience to be in a sorority house. It sounds like a good idea, but it's not really a good idea. All right. You would delete yourself after two days. But the first day you would be in there full salute reporting for duty. All right. I would be reporting for duty and I would have a field day up in there. I'd be like, I'm going to be a little grabby handy in here. All right. And I'll leave some money. I got money. But unfortunately, this is the world we live in. Uh, this is not my fight, so I don't care. Feminism allowed this to happen. And uh, because you guys have no foresight and you uh, think with your emotions, you open yourselves up to these type of situations. Now, they're going to call these sororities down in the deep south somehow transphobic. All right. Uh, this is this is um, this is the snake eating its tail. This is uh, trying to put Pandora's box in. They, these are the sorority girls here that rejected this transgender person should be considered transphobic, although I wouldn't want if my daughter was in a sorority, I wouldn't want that type of situation to present itself. It would be fairly easy. Oh, they showing vibrators and whatnot on Saks New Arrivals. Damn. It says right here, this chapter is closed. They was like, new, 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 new world order. All right. Um, it says right here, all sorority chapters at the University of Alabama rejected a biological man who identifies as a woman during their notorious recruitment process, according to a video and statement from the transgender wom woman, uh, Grant Sykes. Is that the woman at, in question here? His name is Grant or her name is Grant? Interesting. Sykes, a biological man, posted it on Instagram, stating that all of the almost 20 sorority chapters at the University of Alabama's, uh, Alabama's unanimously cut the transgender woman. How phobic is that? Very phobic. Unfortunately, this chapter is closed. This recruitment journey is over for me, Sykes said on Instagram. Being dropped from my last house this morning during primary recruitment at the University of Alabama doesn't come as a surprise considering out of the almost 20 chapters, I was dropped by every single one except two before day one. Oh. All right. So before even the recruitment process started. So as you can see here, here's the letter. Hey, everyone is great. Oh, this is a letter he wrote. It looks like, oh, OK, I thought it was on some sort of letterhead, but I'm not going to read all all of this right here. But of course, he had some uh, tears that he wanted to share here in a separate TikTok post. Sykes said it's sad that this is how the process ended. I'm sad because I wanted to be a part of the sisterhood. Uh no. And more than that, a community. Well, that's understandable. I'm just saying potentially that might be something that you can create on your own. I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, we've seen that happen with the cheerleader, the transgender cheerleader um, that choked out the little 17 year old junior college cheerleader. Not saying that that would happen, but I'm pretty sure these little sorority girls. Hold on for a second. These little sorority girls. I'm pretty sure these little sorority women. Hold on for a second. I'm pretty sure these little sorority. Okay, hold on. <laughs> they don't, they wouldn't feel comfortable because I don't know if you guys know how sorority women sleep in sorority houses. They sleep like 18 to a house, maybe 18 to a room, maybe 12 to a room. I mean, it's very much, you're in close quarters with each other. Okay. Uh, depending on how the sorority house is, you're in close quarters with each other if you live in the house, meaning there could be like 5, 10, 15, 50, 11 beds in one room. 
Okay, then there's a room over here. It's it's not like uh, there's no privacy. He says, how you know, coach? I, I'm telling you, man. Y'all be thinking I'm here being an incel virgin. I know. <laughs> I know these things. Actually, I told you one of the junior college girls I met on Seeking, she's 21. She was like, yeah, I'm the head of a sorority. She's like the sorority president her senior year. I was like, I want to go to the I want to go to the house. She was like, come on over. <laughs> I was like, I'll be there. I'm going to show you what I look like when I showed up. All right. I'm going to show you what I look like. When I showed up to the uh, sorority house, hold on for a second. I'm gonna show you. Cause I thought I I I showed up. I was like, nah, you know, I'll be cool. I'll be casual. Don't worry about it. But this how I showed up, like this here. I was like, ee, 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 ee. <laughs> I walked in. Hi, ladies. How are you? <laughs> I was like, hello, ladies. Hello, how are you? They started skedaddling. They was like, who is this old ass man with this white beater on? That's how I showed up looking. I was like, uh, they don't seem to be taking too kind to me. <laughs> I was like, all right, ladies, this ride starts at 9 p.m. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. Anyway, that's how I know. Anyway, here, uh, continuing on with the remainder of the story, and we got a little sidetracked there. Continue on with this pitiful story here about this person. It says right here, um, it says right here, Sykes said a newfound audience, wait, Sykes said to a newfound audience on the platform. So he obviously gained a lot of followers off of this. Yeah, no, uh, maybe not. I have no idea. It says right here, Alabama recruitment videos of a viral viral sensation on social media app TikTok and Sykes all alone garnered millions of views from what participants dub hashtag Bama Rush or Rush Talk. Hashtag girls use the document to recruit and or uh, to document the recruit or the rush process. Sorry, I messed that up. Sykes first garnered a strong reaction from online commentators when the popular Twitter account Libs of TikTok posted Sykes outfit of the day TikTok. Blah, blah, blah. All right, and so right here, Sykes is not the first transgender identifying student to attempt to join Greek life at the university. At a university, transgender student Adam Davies went through a portion of the recruitment process at Northwestern University where Davies was rejected by all 12 sororities, according to the New York Post. All right, so this is not the first time, and it seems like this is going to be something, oh, what? So, okay, this is the first person that did it. Let's see what he looks like. Oh, that's what he showed up as? Oh, yeah, you was going to get rejected. So this is how he showed up to Rush. Is that how he showed up? Yeah. yeah. Who did you get rejected? Come on, man. What world do we live in? This clown world now. What are we doing? <laughs> you can call me all you want. This is, don't even make no sense. But it ain't my fight. Y'all y'all have feminism and y'all push all of this all the way to this point. Y'all can have it. Y'all can have this world. Just just let me go ahead and be as evil as I want to be on the dark side. <laughs> Crazy. 
And the fact that the media and everybody pushes this out here as it's supposed to make sense. Yeah, well, he's he's a transgender, so he gets into the sorority. No, no. It would be simple. Go ahead and start your own one. I mean, it would be pretty simple. You know, so it'll be two of you. You could be, I should say, whatever it is. All right, shout out to Radar Logic. Late tuition to the coach. Thank you for your dedication in the building. Appreciate you, man. All right, Abel returns to Eden. Uh, Leviticus 19 and 28 forbids tattoos. Actually, I did read that, and I was going to include that in my talk today, but I didn't include it, but you did. So Leviticus 19 and 28 does forbid tattoos. I did read that earlier in my research. All right, so thank you for sharing that. Um, if you are of the Bible or you claim to be, don't get me started on the lukewarm Christians. All right, I don't even want to go in. I'll be going in on too many people. I'm garnering too much hate these days. Um, I've already went on the born again Christians, but the lukewarm Christians, I don't even want to talk about. All right, it's getting ridiculous at this point. It's getting ridiculous. I mean, you can't even trust anything they say. They talk out of both sides of their neck. It's getting tiresome. I mean, I want some hellfire and brimstone Christians. Where y'all at? All right. I want them people to bring the pain. You know what type of Christians I want? This one type. All right, hold on for a second. This is going to have, I'm going to have to censor this one a little bit. But uh, I'm going to tell you what type of Christians I want. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see if I can play this right here. Oh, hold on for a second. Uh, let's see if I can add this to the stream. Since we're talking about it, this is the kind I want right here. Grandma, why you wait till you get old and look like a whore? Hey, Grandma, are you a hoe? Grandma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a hoe? You so-called Christian-looking whores. Jumping in some church, flapping your ankle chains around. Uh All on the choir, breasts hanging out, lips all red. Nails painted red, purple, blue, green, long like bird claws. All this fake hair, breast implants. Toenails painted with little fake diamonds in it. Your toes ain't richer. You're nothing but a prostitute. Tell him. Give it! Got nothing but a singing hoe, a shouting hoe, a organ playing hoe, a choir director hoe. Uh oh. If what I just said describe your wife, you're married to a hoe. Oh. Jesus. Help him. If your church don't sound like that, do not invite me. He said, no Bible verse. Leviticus 19 and 28. (laughs) I found that on Twitter the other day. I was like, Lord, this dude going in. All right. I want my, when you, if your church don't sound like that, I don't want to come. I want it to sound just like that. All right. That's how I grew up. I wanted to be like hellfire and brimstone. He like the Lord coming tomorrow with the flood. Here we go. All right. I'm coming up here. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm about here. I'm about to give my life to the Lord today. We dying tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. He like, we tired. He we dying tomorrow. The flood coming. All right. All these women wearing dresses above their knees. The Lord coming. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. You needed a new, you need a new watch or a Cadillac, Pastor. All right, we'll get you a new Cadillac and a doorknob for the door the church fund. Jesus. Where he at? <laughs> All right. That's why I want my church. All right, let's go in here, man. People already offended. 
Did I get some super chats? I did. Higher image status says tat and colored hair is a vice for me. That or pen Jane, plain Jane, that or plain Jane. So you like plain Jane or tats and women with colored hair. We'll talk about that. People do like these things. So it's obviously people do have an attraction to this. And I would probably say if you're younger, you're used to women like this. But if you're older, maybe not. Sam says, watch, watch um, Sydney Castillo breakup video and comedy show. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. I can't check it out now. Let's get to the show. Let's get to the show. We're going to say our tattoos on women, a clear sign of danger. Now, you guys know me. I've done several streams on this one. Obviously, I've been here for four years or so. So obviously, you're going to touch and retouch up on, pro, um, on, on conversations, on topics. And this one, I've been quoted as saying, I know other people have been quoted as saying this as well, but I know I said it, that uh, uh, animals in nature uh, basically give off their signs of danger based on the colors that they display. Everybody knows that one. We're not going to go too much into that, into that one, but poisonous animals in nature tell you how toxic they are based on the colors that they display. Now, in um, most of these animals, they develop these colors very much due, through evolution. So a coral snake can mimic, a king snake can mimic a coral snake. So sometimes the animal is not exactly the exact color but they will mimic the color just to save themselves for survival, okay? You know, you have the, the poisonous dart frog, the coral snake, you have skunks, uh, Spanish fly, puffer frogs. You know, there's a lot of things that animals do to show you how dangerous they are. And these are just a couple of examples, black widow spiders, uh, scorpions. You know, you can really see right off the rip uh, if the person, if the animal is somewhat dangerous, rattlesnakes, you know, the patterns on the snake. So these are some things that I've been talking about. We're not going to reiterate that too much, but that's a point that I've always made. When it comes to men in our country, men have always had tattoos. Women have had tattoos of other kind, not for pure just enjoyment. That has started somewhere in the 70s going into the 80s, which we're going to uh, review all of that. Here's a uh, article right here. That basically talks about tattoos through the 90s in which women started to get tattoos. Here you see Pamela Anderson with the 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 barbed wire tattoo. This is the barbed wire tattoo. Remember that one? All right. Uh, George Carlin had a famous joke about that, about the barbed wire tattoo phase. If, I haven't seen anyone with the barbed wire tattoo, but it would probably look pretty tacky if you saw one. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, what about, uh, going into the nineties right here? It says here, the barbed wire armband became hugely popular. Thanks to Pamela Anderson, both men and women flocked to get tattoos to match the Baywatch beauty. She don't look like this no more. We cannot forget the classic nineties tattoo fads of the sun tattoo, the Chinese letters that many people don't realize what they were putting on their body and tribal designs were massively popular in the nineties. Upper arm tattoos were big during this decade. So here's, um, Here's Nicholas Lachey with the barbed wire tattoo and also with the 98 degrees sun right there on the arm. Everybody was getting that shoulder tattoo. Um, here's looks like Lindsay Lohan with a swastika. I don't know. Uh, tattoos in the 2000s. Tattoos in the 2000s. You had the tramp stamp. So a lot of people now, young people are going tattoos are OK. But uh, if you know anyone with a tramp stamp, it probably looks tacky right now. 
You know what I mean? It, it was a cool thing with the mid-drift uh, T-shirt and the low-rise jeans. It was a big thing. Uh, the yin and yang tattoo and all of these things. And so um, these were quite popular back in the day. On a 20-year-old woman, it looks fine. On a 49-year-old woman, it probably looks tacky. It never looks good. It looks like it has cigarette smoke around it. You know what I mean? And because of the low-rise jeans fad, people would put these tattoos on their back right here. This is the tramp stamp, as they would call it. Um, here's the yin and, yin and yang. This is a classic style right there, back shoulder blade. And then you have this one running down the back here. In the, 20, the 2010s, um, you had the, the, disc, the discreet tattoos, all right, coming in there. Uh, and then you had this one that I was talking about earlier under the bra underwire. This one right here. So this goes into the discreet tattoo. So this is hidden, except if the person was wearing a bikini or a sports bra at the gym. That might be the only time you would see it or if you had personal access to her. And they would put something like this across their chest, which I think. I think is reprehensible, but, you know, that's a clear and present sign. You got the armpit tattoo, which probably would hurt quite a bit to put that on. But uh, that's neither here or there. Let's go to the next part of the article. And they're talking about women specifically. Actually, did I want to get to that point yet? I wanted to talk about something else. Before, Oh, here it is right there. Uh, tattoos that trended over 6,000 years. It says here are some tattoo trends over the years. The tribal markings. Obviously, if you're a part of the Us Uso culture or something like that, Hawaiian culture, Samoan, Samoan. Uh, they, these people have tra tribal tattoos. So a woman could be from part of that culture and get that type of tattoo. That would be a different argument altogether. Um, if you were a slave, you're a slave. Slaves tended to have tattoos and markings to basically uh, indicate who they belong to. So you will have women that say, I, I belong to this man. This is a slave remnants of slavery. And now we're not just talking about black slavery, antebellum slavery. Even in the Holocaust, they tattooed the people, and they tattooed the number on the person. Nexium. Nexium was the sex cult in the 2020s, early 2020s, and they would they would tattoo and they would also mark or brand the sex slaves that were a part of the Nexium. You see what I mean? It's a branding. And so slaves would get tattoos as branding. So think of the context of that. I know things have changed, but think of the context. Wartime and military. Obviously, if you serve military, you tended with you would get the eagle or something on you or something like that while you were overseas as a young man, storming the beats of Normandy. Gangs and prison life is another type of people who tended to get tattoos. Um, and so you have this rebellious phase of the male and the female, typically of the female that wants to be considered dangerous or at least portray danger. We're going to talk about why they get it as well. There's other reasons. This is a descendant from gang culture, potentially, or prison life or something like that. This is just what it is. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. <clears throat> Naval um, souvenirs, patriotism, Japanese words and phrases. Do Japanese people get tattoos of Japanese words and phrases? I'm not sure. Fandom. Memorial tattoos, meaning someone died or you're going to get a fam picture of a family member who maybe got sick, your mother, your son that died or something like that. Uh, right here, um, identifying markings. Sometimes uh, women that get um, breast cancer and they might get implants or they go without implants and they get a mammogram, not a mammogram. Oh, uh, shoot the word. 
just just jumps my mind. Um, what is it called? Anyway, they might tattoo their chest in order to somebody's going to type it in there. So they might tattoo their whole chest to cover up this um mastectomy. That's what I thought it was. Mastectomy. That's what I thought it was. They get a mastectomy because of the breast cancer. And they'll get it tattoos across their chest. I've seen that pretty common. So that's an identifying marker. Um, suicide or self-harm prevention. So that is a big one. Suicide or self-harm prevention. I want you to look out for that one in our years of mental health. This is why I think it's a sign of danger that some people might have, but other people mimic it. Say, for instance, their favorite rock star is a depressed emo. And they get certain tattoos, but then their fandom, their fans copy the tattoo. But what they don't understand is that the person who originated the tattoo was doing it for self-harm prevention. Now, they might mention it later after her whole fandom got the whole damn tattoos. And she was like, well, I was depressed and I wanted to delete myself. And this is how I harmed myself or this is how I did it in order to not believe. Hey, it's real. It's real in the field. And a lot of people, just because they're lemmings, they copy it. And they don't realize why they did it. A lot of young men do that. Rap stars, they're doing that. And then they say, who am I? Suicide. Yeah, what's up? XX Tentacion. He would do it because he was, well, he didn't delete himself, but it is what it is. Okay, um, I'm closing up slides here as I'm presenting the information. So we can make a final judgment. The popularity of the current marketplace of tattoos have been ushered in because of stuff like this. I think her name is Cat D. She's a reality star. We've had several uh, versions of this tattoo uh, reality show. And they've created a little bit of a culture where this is going to be acceptable. Um, despite the fact that it's a class issue now, you're going to talk about that later, but you do have the popularity of that. You also have suicide girls, which is a gr which is kind of a band of girls who are on the extreme with the tattoos, the full body tattoos and the piercings and all that type of stuff. A lot of girls want to live in that rebellious spirit. As you can see, this is the woman here. Her tattoos aren't necessarily artistic. They are definitely what I would call helter skelter. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I see she's getting some more. This looks a little bit more artistic. It just probably depends on whether you how you see it um, or how she displays it, as you can see here. And so you're very much more liable to meet a young millennial or a, a Generation Z person that looks like this. That they look like this and they're on the dating app. Okay. So this goes back into your mate selection. Do you and I asked in the poll, would you consider this type of branding, this type of marketing? this type of application of the tattoo prior to you selecting her, would you select her for a long-term mate? 83% of people here watching this stream today said no. Is this problematic in the dating marketplace? Where's that gump-ass therapist when he talked about men, um, uh, men being more single? Well, if a lot of women on dating apps look like this, they're more likely to pass on the woman. Is that probably have something to do with it? They have excessive markings and you're going, oh, I don't want that. It's an indicator of her past. Potentially she's harmed herself or she's thinking about harming herself. These are all judgments that people make and they're fair judgments. You're the one that did it. I hate when people all of a sudden start talking about, well, it's unfair to judge a book by its cover. No, it ain't. <laughs> mm. 
not when you knew what it is. And they were like, well, this is old thinking. We're going to talk about that in a minute. I'm covering my bases. Okay. Especially when they have tattoos of spiders, black widow spiders, snakes, Lilith. All right. Tarantulas, witches. Okay. We've seen this. You'll see it. Pentagrams, anagrams, whatever they call them. They'll have them on there. And you're going, <laughs> yes, skulls and scorpions. You're looking at it like, yo, bro, what? Now, that in that indication, you're like, well, there's nothing wrong with that. There is something wrong with that. That is an indicator if there ever was one. She's basically telling you she might be coming from the spirit of witchcraft or mystic magic or demon possession or former uh, Tyrone possession. So, yeah, you you do with, are within your right to being like, well, I don't mind, but I, I do want to know what these meanings are. They mean something. Guys, what, what, why did they put it on their body? We'll talk about that now. Here's right here. Uh, they're talking about women in tattoos. And it says here, women are still scrutinized, of course, about getting tattoos. There you can see a woman here. Not only does she have the tattoo, she got other tales here that's giving it away. <laughs> Black earring, hair chopped off on one side, flipped to the other. I mean, this isn't just about tattoos. There's a whole bunch going on there. And what does this tattoo even say? Anyway, women are still scrutinized, of course, while men with tattoos might be seen as violent or deviant. All right, because somebody's going to say, well, what about men? Well, women typically are attracted to tattoos, unfortunately. It's one of those more unfortunate things uh, in the Chad and Tyrone Pookie Ray Ray culture. Uh, when I was doing fitness training and my body was somewhat in better shape than it is today, I often have women come up to me and ask me if I do have tattoos. And it was more of a turn on if I told them yes. But when I told them no, they were disappointed. I often found that weird. But I know as a man now and understanding women that they're attracted to this violent, potentially deviant or potentially dangerous element of man. So while we're saying women could be considered bad news for tattoos women could consider men bad news for tattoos except the fact that there are uh, some women that are attracted to this element of danger but men are necessarily not attracted to the element of danger of women okay i don't have any tattoos i just said i didn't um and the reason why i don't is we'll talk about that later because I never thought about anything that I would permanently want on my skin. Now, I don't discriminate against men who have tattoos. With women, I do. Okay. But with men, I don't because that's what you want to do. It's But don't ask, don't tell me about no discrimination either. All right. You better be willing to be self-sufficient in many ways. Because if you got to go get a regular job and you're not willing to cover them up, because many people are going to tell you to cover them up, whether you like it or not. Or many people are going to judge you. It is what it is. You chose it. You chose it. Um, the element, And also, the tattoo I would have got when I was 20 would have been dumb as hell at 45. Because <laughs> obviously I'm playing basketball, getting into junior college basketball and all that stuff. Obviously, if I threw that tattoo on there and I still had it, probably would have been a dumb idea. I probably would have regretted it. We'll talk about tattoo regret here in a minute. But it says, while men with tattoos might be seen as violent or deviant, women with tattoos can face a different kind of negative scrutiny. Some research suggests they are viewed as more sexually promiscuous and less attractive 
two perceptions that could account for increased body anxiety women may feel in the weeks after getting a tattoo. The damaging implications of a tramp stamp are still very much alive. This article's talking about this. So your mom's walking around with this tramp stamp tattoo that you might she might be covering for sure. How many tramp, tramp stamps have you seen? You don't see them, but there's a lot of women that have them. You just don't see them. And the worst time, the worst about worst time I see them is when this is a 45 year old woman and I flip that thing around, flip it over and I flip that thing up, ready to back it up, flip it, rub it down. And I see that tramp stamp on the back. It's a turn off to me, to me. It might be a turn on you. But to me, it's like. Rare cougar, right? But female employees can feel some encouragement with the latest research which is a welcome reminder that they're uh, that they too may gain an advantage when men face their own gender specific judgment at work. Okay. So this article was talking about women when they, this is a pipe pipe dream thing that they did, but I'll, I'll tell you what, it, what they did. They basically researched it and said of their gender biases related to tattoos. And they said right here, when it came to certain professions, women got more, uh, they, there was more bias against women. Like a, a mechanic, if a female mechanic had a tattoo, they said they face more gender bias than the male mechanic with the tattoo. But they were like, but a male, uh, a female plastic surgeon says right here, a, a female surgeon with tattoos. would get an advantage over a male surgeon with a tattoo. Now you talking about a pipe dream and they just showed pictures. They didn't show people who were actually professionals with these tattoos. They just showed pictures. I'm like, what? What the fuck are they talk? Female surgeon. Would Stop it. <laughs> All right, a couple more things here, and I'll get to uh, some of the super chats. Uh, if you're interested in this one right here, we're going to talk about tattoo regret. It says right here, uh, tattoo removal companies seek to ride a wave of millennial regretters. So this is the disadvantage of getting a tattoo when you're younger, right? When you're young and your skin's all firm and all uh, these are all stereotypes, right? Um, especially as a young woman, they typically do look better. They look better when you're younger. Obviously, they're going to fade and all that stuff. And you're 25 and you're like, I don't care. I'm going to get it touched up. You're not going to get it touched up. You're going to get wider. You're going to blow up like the Goodyear blimp, potentially. You're going to gain your feminine fat. Um, you're going to be more uh, apt to get a little more sloppy and soggy. You might have kids. And these ways will distort the tattoo just a little bit. And if it's all over your face and your neck, all over your leg and all of this stuff, it's going to look it's going to look awkward. And you're probably going to have what they call tattoo anxiety, which we talked about earlier. Right. Right. So these companies that are giving tattoos are also saying we know these people are going to regret it. Half of all millennials now aging in their 30s have a tattoo. So this is more of a millennial thing. Half of all millennials have a tattoo. So this is where the. The well, that's old thinking that it's trashy. It's old thinking that it's trashy comes from the millennial idea. So a millennial is more apt to say, nah, we we accept tattoos. Well, Gen Xer and a baby boomer, probably not. And even a Gen Z person is probably less apt. I'm gonna show you the data on that one, but it's not by leaps and bounds. But even Gen Z be looking at tattoos like mm. so. This is a millennial thing. To remove a single tattoo, it takes up to 12 sessions spaced out over the course of two years, and each treatment can cost 100 to 400 bucks. That can be a problem, right? 
and uh, we can accelerate the tattoo removal to the point that it's just two to three office visits and we can remove the tattoo, uh, remove a tattoo instead of 10 to 15. All right. And we think that's a game changer. It says right here. Uh, where some see a mark of regret, Solution Solaton sees a marketing opportunity. As more and more tattoo bearing millennials age into their 30s, dermatologists are experiencing uptick in tattoo regret syndrome. Now, this might not be you, so if it don't apply, let it fly. However, tattoo removal treatments have remained largely the same for decades, an expensive and painful procedure that can lead to various degrees of success. I've seen people with, with tattoo removal by laser, and you can still see the outline after a certain period right here. And it says right here, there's a Houston-based medical device company, Solaton, is betting its device will modernize the procedure and attract a whole new market of millennials. Klimp says that the two distinct groups of tattoo owners, his company targets, regretters and considerers. By making the tattoo removal process cheaper, faster, and more comfortable, Klimp says, Klimp says he can uh, flip the category of considerers into uh, following through and on altering and removing a tattoo. So you know millennials are fickle as hell. They're more likely to get it and then try to get it removed, obviously, because their situation changes. We identified that there's a much bigger audience for tattoo removal procedures than we uh, than what we call regretters. This other group, the broader group, is what we call considerers who are considering a tattoo removal. He said, if you ask them whether they regret their tattoo, they're more likely to say no, but they might say, I don't like this one anymore, or I'm not in love with this font anymore. I, I don't know if you got remembered but the tattoo was permanent. So if you're watching me, you're considering getting a tattoo. It is, that ink is permanent, bro. Very, you gotta really think about this. But of course, young people don't think and they think they're always gonna be forever young. You might be forever dumb, but you're not gonna be forever young. Couple more things here. The statistics surrounding tattoo regret and how to avoid it. <laughs> I do have another one here. Let me see here. Says right here, infographics. Why are why a lot of millennials are starting to regret that tattoo? So you still you do have several articles right here that are talking about this regretting that tattoo. So before we go in there about do do you accept women with tattoos? You're gonna find that a lot of women regret some of their tattoos. Let's go through the statistics of it. Then we'll go through the type of tattoos after we do the super chat. All right, the statistics surrounding tattoo regret and how to avoid it. If you're planning to get a tattoo, sleep on it. And not just for a night, at least a few months. That's what we found when we're surveying. They, they surveyed six people with tattoo regrets, 600. The big takeaway, three out of four who suffer from tattoo regret didn't plan for the tattoo beyond a few weeks. Okay, beyond a few weeks. So um, right here it says, if you have one tattoo, this is your percentage of, wait a minute. Oh, sorry. How many tattoos do you have? If you have one tattoo, your percentage of regret could be in the 80%, close to 80%. This is just if you have one, and this is based on 600 people, so it's not a broad broad uh, scale here. If you have two tattoos, your percentage of regret goes down, though. Your percentage of regret goes down. And this is men and women. All right. This is where people are getting their tattoos, most of them upper arm. Okay. Um, interesting chart right here. Interesting chart. Let me see here. Is it by gender? Uh, I guess right here. Why do you regret the tattoo? 
don't like how it looks, 40%. So you got that tattoo with the word it says, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Infographics, why a lot of millennials are starting to regret that tattoo. Uh, for, it says right here, this is Australia. Following a recent study published by BNT in mid-July, they found 48% of Aussie ha- hate their tattoos. 40% of Aussies hate tattoos. Some new research has come across the BNT news desk that 28% of women and 29% of men now regret getting inked. Okay. Interesting. Interesting here. It says the type of tattoos that are most regretting, obviously face, nature theme, belly tattoos are disgusting to me. I think that's terrible. Unless it's a target. Upper back. Interesting. They got a lot of people that have researched this. Okay. Who are more likely to regret tattoos of the names of their lovers? Okay. Women and men. All right. There you go. I mean, that would be dumb to do that. Let me do some super chats and then we'll talk about the type of tattoos real quick. Tattoos on your belly deli. All right. Belly deli tattoo. How are my likes doing? How how my likes doing? Y'all doing my likes? Do we need to get a little belly deli? We're doing good. Just give me like 50 more likes. Uh, let's do, uh, who did I leave off on? Let's do Venmo and I'll do PayPal, then Cash App. All right, how about we do that? New, 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 new world order. Um, and then we'll talk about the, um, the psyche that goes into this, potentially. No government name. He says, or don't care about my government name. He says, give me, he says, wait, don't care about my government name. Give a damn, it's broken. Yo, give a damn is broken. So Austin, he says, Augustine Romero says, my give a damn is broken. He says, what happened to Mike Tyson stream? Could you put it on uh, Patreon if the NWO got you? Uh, oh, I think I remember. Did that one get pulled down? And could we get a good roar? I haven't did it a good roar in a minute. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother, with the co-sponsorship. Hey. The Mike Tyson stream, did that get pulled down? Did I have to put that on Patreon? What's on with my clap? Yeah, I've been did a good roar in a minute. Shout out to you. His give a damn is busted. He like, I don't care. Tattoo, tattoos in the building. We got PayPal in the building. Who do we have? Oh, my Lord. Y'all lit up the PayPal. I thought y'all was sleeping over there, but y'all lit it up. Y'all got a lot to say. Let's see. This should be good. A.D. Austin, women who have tattoos are literally shooting themselves in the foot by getting a tattoo. Wealthy men don't do tattoos. I know a girl with a Pennsylvania tattoo. Wait, Pennywise tattoo, Pennsylvania. A Pennywise tattoo on her thigh. She crazy as F, crazy, crazy. So there's something to say about that. There's women that say, hey, you know, they say. What happened? Where did all But when they were younger, they got a tattoo. Um, And I have a story about this. Very specific of a girl from Huntington Beach. And she had a full, she was a mom. She went, she went, her kids went to my kids' school, elementary school. She was married at the time to a dude. If you know anything about Huntington Beach and Newport Beach, they're very, they're close. They're right next door neighbors, but their culture is distinctly different. So you have a very young, hippish culture and more guys wear tattoos and they are nor, they're less apt to be wearing polo shirts and dockers. Newport Beach is polo shirts and dockers. Huntington Beach is board shorts and tank tops and ball caps, and tattoos. So these people came from Huntington Beach and moved to Newport Beach, and their kids went to school. Well, they end up getting divorced 
But the wife at the time had a full, and she's a gorgeous woman, by the way, full tattoo sleeve. Now, she ended up remarrying. I don't know how she got this dude, but she got an old rich guy from a very exclusive private gated community. I remember when she started dating him, I was like, damn. And I was like, I know for sure she's going to cover them tattoos. And she, you never seen them from that day forward. She was, and she switched. She played the housewife and all of that. She covered them tattoos. You didn't see not one. And she got a rich dude. She moved the kids in and all of that. So, um, but every time I saw her in the community, I didn't see her. I didn't see that tattoo sleeve. She was tucked away. Tucked away. So um, she figured it out. She was like, eh, even in the summertime, yep. I didn't. I bumped into her a couple times after that. She was very much playing the dutiful housewife. She wasn't smoking no weed out or nothing. She was like, she came up. She was one of that. She was one of the, she's a white, I think she was more white. Like I can't remember. She had dark skin, dark hair. And she was a good looking woman. And so her tattoos on her skin, they it looked good. It wasn't trashy. You could tell she was doing the Huntington Beach thing when she was younger. But then when she moved up, on moving on up in the gated community, no tattoo. She covered them up. She got her bag. And I was like, boy, she changed her whole demeanor. <laughs> All right, she leveled up. But that's that's completely rare. It's a completely rare situation. He, but he probably said, look, you can't be running around here not being my wife in this community. Nah, you're going to have to cover that up. Just like uh, they're just chameleons. Yeah, that was a chameleon move. And she got her bag. I was like, I ain't mad. I mean, but that was an indicator of what's to come. Uh, Jim status in here. Hold on for a second. Yeah, Jim status. Oh, I got to catch up on PayPal. My goodness. Jim status says they're struggling out here, guys. Keep the veins cold. Get fit. Get money. And she's not special. You're just horny. Yes, that's the guys. You definitely do better know that. All right, keep that in your mind. I love her, coach. No, you just want to bust. You just want to bust. KW says, uh, so what you're saying, coach, is that we are all cleanup men. <laughs> yes, we are. Unless you're getting with virgins and virgins are almost done. We're all cleaning up. Yep. But our hopeless romantic side won't let us believe this. Women morally, they don't cheat. They are, they're good morally. They're good. They're good with their bodies. Not all of them know. Maryland guys, most Generation Z women I've seen have at least one tattoo. Yeah. And he says when they get tired of the jerks and the bad boys in their 30s and that piece leave is wider than the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and that's you. And that's you. Don't judge me on my past. I think older guys are going to have problems with this. And so these younger people, Gen Z and millennials, once they get 35, they're going to see people are going to change their tune on it. So if you're watching me now, you're going, this is old thinking. I think I'm going to talk about this later. It when you it's kind of like, how do I put this? Um, It's kind of like when when you're young, you're idealistic. When you're young, you believe everybody should get a fair chance. When you're young, you think we should be able to pay for the homeless. When you're young, you think nobody should be racist or prejudiced. And then you get older. Then you get older in perspective, and then you work your way up. You see the people who didn't work their way up and threw their life away. And then they ended up on drugs and homeless. And then you go, huh, 
Then you say, I would never help those people out. They made their own bed. I got to get mine. Hell with them. This life's a competition. See, you become less sympathetic. You change because of that. And the people who don't change, obviously, then you see them living on the wrong side of the tracks. And they're still singing that same old song. Hey, man, they, we should help. The taxpayers should do this and we should take from the rich. They're 46 years old and then make nothing of their lives. And then they're like, we still should steal from the rich. Right. So but when you actually work, you actually look back and you go. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck them kids and them homeless people and all them. You be sitting there. I'd be sitting there in the 9-11. Do be at the stop sign like this, holding that sign. And I'd be looking like this here. Just waiting for the light to change. I'll be like, mm-hmm. But you know he looking at me going, he looking at me going, you, yo, you ain't got a couple of dollars. You got that nice car. And I was like, the reason why I got this nice car is because I do got a couple of dollars and I got some cents to go with it. Mm. <laughs> All right, shout out to Paul Mooney. Yeah, this is why I'm able to afford this. I don't give my money away. <laughs> so anyway, uh, anyway, she. So just because my shit is nice don't mean I need to make yours nice. So it is what it is. But uh, people don't think that same thing. This idealism of yes, it's young and nobody cares. Then you're going to age 10 to 15 years. And then all of a sudden you're going to be at a PTA meeting. Then there's going to be a woman with the mother. She's going to say, can I join the PTA meeting? And she's going to have a uh, pookie tattooed across her knuckles even with the shaded in and you're gonna be like <laughs> you're gonna be like uh i don't think you're gonna fit in here but if she does fit in where you are that's an indicator of where you are but you're gonna judge her you're gonna be like i it's not gonna change i know people are like no we've changed that lot. hell no And she got a big bird all across her damn leg. He said discrimination. You, hey. No, discrimination only applies to stuff you can't control. Let's, let's get a clear de uh, definition of discrimination. So age discrimination. I can't control my aging. I'm going to age. Okay. Bald discrimination. My hair is balding. <laughs> um, race discrimination. This is my race. So discriminating against something I can't control. Height discrimination. I can't. It, you're like, why are you discriminating against me? I can't control that. Now, everything else, overweight, hair wig. You know what I mean? Now you start talking about tattoo knuckles across your sleeve. Yeah. You had a choice. <laughs> you had a choice in the matter. So then you're choosing to get discriminated against. It is what it is. So it is what it is. I don't know. You'd be like, okay, this his, he or she's hair is gray. You can't really control that. So, but yeah, you can't you can't cry. He says the people who can't cry. You can't cry over a scenario you presented to yourself. You chose. Remember the the struggle didn't choose you. You chose the struggle. Like you cho choose a struggle, and some people here's here's the funny thing. Let's just say this. Say you're, say you have a discriminatory feature. 
you have a discriminatory feature and then you choose to add another discriminatory feature. I don't know how dumb you can get. How dumb can you get? <laughs> okay. You're like, I'm gonna apply, I want I'm gonna pile on discriminatory features now that I have let's say you're ugly. Ugly, you can't help. But unfortunately, ugly people don't get promoted. We know that there's pretty privilege and discrimination against looks. But let's say you're ugly and then you double down on the ugly. <laughs> You'd be like, well, now you're really ugly. Pick a struggle, keep one. Like, just roll with the ugly. Don't double down on the ugly. Just roll with ugly. Now you done double. Now you gave me a reason to not. <laughs> okay, anyway. Now you're ugly and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, just be like, look, if you're like, like if you're going to be overweight, have a pretty face. You'll be like, oh, she pretty. She got a pretty face, but she thick in the waist. Whatever you want. You know what I mean? But don't be ugly and then blow up like the good year blimp. That might, your double, your comp, there's a word that I used to tell my people compound turnovers, compound injury, compound fracture. Don't compound the situation. You already presented and got hit with the ugly stick. Now you're going to go blonde weave, blonde wig, tattoo on the titties, like <laughs> add insult to injury. Like you trying to compound interest. You don't want to compound things in the negative. I'm just being a little more realistic here. I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah, if you're if you're ugly, don't be ugly and broke. You'll be like, okay, I'm ugly, but I'm rich. I'm fat, but I'm rich. Okay. You got something to work with here. All right, let's get into this. I got to catch up. Double A says, Coach, Google the new movie called Bros. He says the NWO coming to a theater near you. Blame it on Jerome. Bros is a new movie? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's about, I don't know what. Oh. It's an LBGT principal cast playing heterosexual roles. Oh, no. What are they doing? I can't even keep up with this madness. They are pushing it down your throat. There's no stopping them. There's no stopping them. You can actually just try to just hope to contain it. It's coming to a theater near you. All right, boy, I got to catch up. Did I get double A? Yes, indeed. We have, uh, let me see, who is this? Mr. Kalima says, Coach, do you remember my super chat to you about getting into Pulse Chain? The founder, Richard Hart, was on Fresh and Fit last night. All right, shout out to that. I'll check it out. I saw a little bit of the show. That's why I kind of referenced it earlier. All right. Who else do we got here? Hey, Seuss, says Coachy last month hit this 40-year-old broad. I cold approached her at a restaurant bar, bought her a glass of Chardonnay, took her to my place. Um, on her lower back was a tattoo of two boxing gloves with the word, hit it like a champ. So I, wow. How cold approach does work. So, uh, but in that situation, once you figured out where you were, you realized you have gone where many men have gone before. So it was nothing special. I mean, it was something special for the moment, but uh, she didn't gave you that. Maryland guy, I wonder if that trans woman was a paid operative because they knew the sororities in the South would tr uh, turn them down. All about pushing the agenda. Yeah, man. Well, when you look at how the civil rights movement was conducted, 
Um, if people know this, it was basically a organized campaign to highlight. It was, there was nothing, there was nothing. Um, it, it was similar. They were putting people in these positions to, to have certain res predictable results so they can highlight um, the discrimination. So people think I'm talking negative about that. No, that was an organized campaign from the beginning to the end. And successfully, they got what they wanted out of it, and they've moved on from that. They left everybody else behind, left everybody else in the dust. I think the collateral damage overall was negative in terms of the integration. I mean, black folks have been struggling since then. So anyway, uh, this could be another organized campaign. Um, and when you think of some of the organized campaigns that actually it took place, during that civil rights movement, I can see I can see it mirroring itself in this one. All right. Also with the gay marriage, that was another organized campaign. Uh, remember the cake. I don't want to I don't want to make the cake for the. Remember that they went in there, that gay couple wanted this person to make a cake. Predictably, they got him to respond and they blew it all up on the news. How does uh, look call the news media today <laughs> and get them to show up on the story? They're going to be like, wait, but for certain situations, they will show up. I don't know if you know, I actually know a person that works uh, close to getting media. She, she's, she's one of these people that have contacts and she can get the media to show up. I'm going to tell you, she has a husband in a certain business that she can get a press release out to certain media members and they'll show up with their whole damn camera. They'll show up with a camera team and they'll cut the story they'll do the interview cut paste release i know a person that can do that as a profession she does that as a profession and i actually she was a person that i trained when um she she was a basketball player that i coached um and i knew their family forever and that's what she does she can get them out right there now you try that bullshit my landlord's discriminating my landlord's discriminating against me you call the media they ain't gonna show up they show up to certain people who have certain contacts to tell a certain story. Anyway. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> so this is sometimes I don't even believe half the stuff um, that I see. Believe half the stuff, believe half the stuff that you see and less of what you hear. A.D. Austin says, I used to bang out this mom with the tramp stamp. She tried to pin a baby on me. He says her kid ran in the room mid-stroke. Oh, you really was doubling down. That got the tramp stamp, the single mammy, and she trying to get knocked up. Man, stay safe. Lord have mercy. Jeremiah Franz in the building with the sponsorship, and then we'll stop it right here. He says you don't really have to read all of this below. It's too much and off the topic. All right. Um, Let me see something here. I'm going to probably have to screenshot this, all right, so I can remember to look it up. Did y'all see that flash? New, 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 new world order. Look into the camera. Flashy thing. I'm going to come back and read that, all right? I got you, and then we'll connect. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the uh, the types of tattoos, the four types of tattoos from CGA. Oh, let me read this first. Whether you agree. See if you agree with this. So a person asked in this Quora... Does it bother men if their girlfriend or wife has a tattoo? Here's an answer from a master of science in clinical pathology from the University of Birmingham. Graduated in 2007. 
He says, see if you agree, I wouldn't date a woman with tattoos, period. The science is absolutely resolute and settled on this topic. Wow. He says it's settled. There's no if, ands, and buts. Of course, you will have exceptions to the rules. He says, I'll let you investigate what its findings are, but STDs, mental illness, behavioral problems. Can you guys see this? He going in. Drugs, including alcohol problems, are all direct correlations to body modification. I have never had a fight in a relationship. I have never had a major problem in a relationship. I have never had a partner who lied, cheated, or in any way wasn't wonderfully pleasant in any way. And my number one rule to dating is to not waste my time on people with tattoos. That, that one discriminatory tactic based purely on settled science has given me a life full of fantastic relationships. I don't know about that. I suggest it to any man who isn't a simp. Woo! Woo! Flaming. Good Lord. Mm. Man, who's pissed off about this? I know people are pissed about this, but I decided to share that. He came in with the flamethrower. Of course, of course. You're going to find people who don't fit this. But I would gather, I would rather, he said the science is settled on this. Holy moly. I would venture to say he's probably right. He's probably more right than wrong. Of course, you're going to find the exception to the rule. And this is, this is specifically for women. We're not talking about men on this side. We're talking about the women. And he's basically saying, and this is probably a guy who's got his education. Yep, he's got his degree confirmed on here. All right. Um, wow. Flamethrower. He says, without a shadow of a doubt. I'm going to have to save that one. I'm going to have to bookmark that one. My goodness. All right. Next article real quick. Next article real quick. What is this right here? Painted ladies. Of course, this is December 20 and 13. Uh, millennial culture. Why are so many women getting tattoos? Eight, eight inked women revealed their appeal of permanent markings. You'd be interested right here. We're not going to read this. We'll go directly down to the women who got them. It says right here, when I was 19, I went to a studio. This is, this is this in the United Kingdom? The Guardian. I went to a studio in Cambridge with my then boyfriend. There you go. And we had similar circle tattoos on the inner inside of our wrist. The ink lasted longer than our relationship. So, guys, I mean, is that not a red flag to you? That's a, that's a red flag right there. So she went in this tattoo forever. You're going to marry this woman in the future. And that's and you. she has what remains of her short term relationship at 19. That's a L. That would be an L because that will always be there. Here's another woman here, 25, uh, pictured at the top. Oh, it's this woman up here. This is this woman here, obviously. Okay, she's went full bore. I mean, she she gone. My dad is old-fashioned. He thinks all tattoo people are prostitutes and criminals. All right, this would be the old thought because the new people or the young people are going, no, this is no longer true. Uh, Let's see here. 
Where where's she at? I had it. Oh, here it is right here. My dad has no idea I have tattoos. So if you're proud of them, why do you hide them? I cover them up when I see him and wear finger gloves, fingerless gloves. I tell him that they're in fashion. I only really see my parents at Christmas. It would be a nightmare if we were somewhere hot. My dad is old-fashioned. He thinks that all tattooed people are prostitutes and criminals. That's the background he comes from. So that would be a class issue. That would be a class issue. His dad is probably being, her dad is probably being a classist. Uh, the pain is weirdly enjoyable. Yeah, she says the pain is a weirdly enjoyable feeling. All right. That, I mean, that tells you what you need to know right there. I mean, listen. Sometimes, again, this is linked to uh, some things here. She has a unicorn. Uh, okay, obviously hurts. Uh, oh. Here's it. Here's where you're going to get it. It says right here, the tattoo. It says, um, I got a panther on my arm because it's what ginger spice from the Spice Girls have. Did I just not say that? God dang, I hate being so right. Again, culture leads to culture, all right? Mimicking and fandom. I used to love them so much. And the Spice Girls are irrelevant now. I wanted her panther tattoo since I was nine. The tattoo on my arm doesn't really flow, but that sums me up. I'm impulsive and disorganized. It's organized chaos. Again, it reveals who they are. You can get a good indication. Wait till I tell you about the tattoos right here. I've got a couple of ex-girlfriends names tattooed on me. This is going to be a class issue. She's going to be working at Urban Outfitters for the rest of her life. Whenever I get a new girlfriend, they're a bit jealous. I sometimes think about erasing them. <sighs> but that would be like pretending it didn't happen. My body is like a scrapbook. My God. All right, here's an older woman. A merchant Navy steward passed away. Oh, she did. The daughter of a renegade Irish peer. Let's see why she got him. Oh man, she been grew up. So she grew up all over the place. She she been in them streets. In these streets. She grew up all over the world here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. She did. All right. Don't matter. This woman right here, a journalist. New, 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 new world order. It felt empowering to create something irreversible and visible and not to be afraid of what other people think. All right. So she got low self-esteem. I like when I sum people up. I got my first tattoo nine years ago when I was 24, so I wasn't that young, and it wasn't on a whim. I was thinking about it for a year. All right, congratulations to her on that one. I'll give her props. I'm not sure why I chose an anchor, but I guess I like the maritime theme. The writing on it is more significant, blah, blah, blah. All right, I'm not afraid of being judged, and women with tattoos are often judged more than men. This is true, and she's probably still single. And she's probably still wondering why. How about that tattoo on your shoulder? If I'm taking you to it, now you're 33. Now I'm not taking you to a great event and you got to be running around here. I'm telling you to wear this and you wearing that. And then you run around with this tattoo. What is this shit? No. All right. Continuing. Uh, Candy Fathers Therapist. Oh, no. <laughs> this stuff writes itself. Now we got a therapist. Not a therapist. This is stuff, man. Hey, man. Hey, you guys think I planned this shit. 
more of my, he says, more of my, he, she, she's, I think this is a she. More of my body is covered with tattoos than not. I get a release from having a tattoo. It's therapeutic. Like I'm translating my feelings into ink on my body. I have six, but they are large because I've added them over the years. One of my back, one of my back runs to my neck. All right. She said my neck, my back, my peace sleeve and the crack. And uh, people often ask me, what will you do when you get older? It is a strange question. It is a strange question. I'll get old and have tattoos. I'm happy for them now, now, and I'll be happy with them when I get older. That's a part of me. Congratulations on that one. Here's a young film student, 28, a Kaylee. Tattoos are markers to show how I was feeling at the time. They don't have to have huge symbolism. Um, I think for women, that's going to be a problem. Because, yeah, when and when with men on mate selection, not so much. I think it actually helps men to have tattoos. Weird. But women, no. Let's see why she got it. She's got a lot of them. Why did she get it? All right. All right. She didn't want to talk about it. We have a nutritionist and a masseuse, age 35. Everyone, he says, I, I don't dress to show them off. You don't get tattoos unless you want them to be a talking point. She's got them right in the middle of her chest. All right, uh, let's see here. The one on my chest is the heart or the fourth chakra. And I got it two years ago. I got a pretty one of the flowers on my arm and one behind my knee of a hand holding a chili pepper up to some teeth. New, 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 new world order. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, these people are not going to be highly selected in the marketplace, not by high class individuals. I'm sorry, y'all could y'all could call me a classist if you want. So, real quick, the four levels of tattoos here. Um. Also, can we talk about this? The masculine behavior, the mimicking of masculine behavior. Hey, men get tattoos, so we're. You well, know, I think that goes along with it. I'm seeing a lot of that. What else is uh that I want to talk about? Oh, dating apps. I talked about that. Oh, did we talk about how much how much women pay for tattoos? We all we always hear women are broke or women don't have the money, but tattoos cost between two hundred and some big extravagant tattoos can cost what eight hundred to a thousand bucks. But now they're sitting around here spending that type of money on multiple tattoos, or sometimes a tattoo artist is pounding that out, or at least giving it to her for free for certain access or to get close to her or whatever it is. Some of them date tattoo artists. That comes into play. Um, and here we go right here, the four, the five level, levels of uh, tattoos and what it means. The first one is the discreet tattoo. So this is a tattoo that might be behind their hair. So if they have long hair, they'll put it right behind their neck. They'll put one behind the ear. They will put one in places where you can't really see it. So even if it's a big discreet tattoo, it's a tattoo that they don't want you to see. So the tattoo sometimes is going to be small, minor rebellion. Okay. Marking an occasion. They're doing it. Uh, basically, they might get it for their sister, sister tattoo, cousin tattoo, boyfriend and girlfriend tattoo, or to mark an occasion. So I've already proved that. We've had a couple people talk about that. The discreet tattoo is just showing a little minor rebellion, but she's not particularly going to be in a part of a class that's going to accept a lot of tattoos. So she wanted to do it. She wanted to do it as a whim. Didn't really know what to get. 
So she went with something very small, maybe on the side of her foot. She's mostly going to not be wearing sandals. Not a big tattoo on the foot, but a small one, maybe around the ankle or something like that. That's always going to be hidden on the side. This is a small sign of rebellion. All right. And some of these rebellions might be, hey, she wanted to be out there on a carousel, but she didn't want to be completely judged. The minor, the discreet tattoo, the discreet tattoo, for the most part, um, you might be able to give a pass. You'll be like, all right. And you're selecting a mate. You might be able to get a pass. All right. Also, it could be minimal. Right. She might have went through a rebellious slut phase and she didn't want it to show and market. All right. As a trophy. Helter Skelter tattoos. Okay. Helter Skelter tattoos. So the woman said her 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 tattoos were disorganized, no function. A lot of people get those like that. They'll be like, I want one here, then I want one there. And it never really comes together. Sometimes the tattoo is disastrous. Sometimes they get a bad tattoo artist. So it could be a sign that they were broke when they got it, or they knew the tattoo artist, or they really didn't know what they were doing. They were drunk, or the tattoo artist was stupid, right? No regrets. And they had to fill it in, or they got something later that they filled in to create something else. And it just looks like a, it just looks like a splurge. So this type of personality is effed up beyond repair. Fubar. So not only are you going to see this reflected in their character on their on their body, you're going to see, see it reflected in their life. You're going to show up to their house, and their house is going to be helter-skelter. They'll have a bird cage with two parrots, which bird shit all at the bottom with newspaper in it. They'll have a fish tank, three cats, two dogs, a gerbil, a gerbil, a hamster. You'd be like... You walk in the house, what the hell going on here? You trying to clap the cheeks? And the birds will be, the birds will be all in the back like this here. Sink full of dishes, cloudy ass fish water. They live in and definitely cop the crunch, cap the crunch crumbs all in the damn furniture, all on the damn couch in the covers in the rug. All right. I mean, upholstery all messed up. <laughs> he said, that's a chicken. They place is going to be helter freaking skelter. And you're going to be like, like, it will be like this. You'll see somebody with helter skelter uh, tattoos. And you'll be like, well, she cool. Because they'll be cool people. By the way, some of the people, people that have tattoos, they cool as hell. So that's a judgment on them. Sometimes they some of the coolest people to talk to. But. You're going to find out why she got helter schedule tattoos. You're going to go back to the crib. I'm going to smash this. You're going to go back there and be like, it's going to be like a scene. It's going to be a nightmare. Like, oh, my God, you live like this. The bird half dead. <laughs> All right. Kids running around dressed like they baby daddy with the low hat like this right over the eyebrows and over the ears. He dressed like an essay. He's sitting over there like with one foot cocked out. Odalay Holmes. You looking at the kid. He got the dicky shorts and the tank top with the belt with the letters on it. He like Odalay. He like, you're like, that's your son? Mm. <laughs> oh, man. You go to the bathroom. It's like, oh, my God, I don't even want to touch shit. She got rags all on the floor. You're looking like, why are these rags on the floor? Them the rags from last night that she used as the cleanup rags, and she ain't even get to it. Hamp, the trash can full of uh, 
uh, toilet paper and snot rags on the side of the toilet. You like you invite people over in this condition. But this is what the helter skelter light uh, tattoo woman's life looks like. You never go over and they got a nice house, nice one bedroom, three bedroom <laughs> condo. All right, she got a damn Brock Lesnar sword up her chest. You never go in there and there's potpourri, a maid cleaning up, Rosalinda cleaning up. Oh, hi. Hi, Helter Skelter tattoo lady. She comes in, the kid's doing homework at his desk like this. He a nerd with his polo shirt with a private school letter here. He doing his homework when you get home. I love mathematics. <laughs> the dog sitting there full, belly full. The dog looks at you, doesn't run up and lick you. It just sits there and looks at you, waits for their treat. Here you go, and goes back to their little treat. The dog done shit all in the carpet. <laughs> you go in there. There's no piss all on the toilet. It ain't smelling piss infected. You never run into a healthy skilled woman that has that. Potpourri. Now nah, you run in there and they got a damn pit bull on the other side of the fence that can just jump over the fence like this. <laughs> All right. Chain link fence having ass. Cling, 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 cling. The pit bull. <laughs> Drooling on you. You look at that like, oh, my God. Paco come out. Oh, this is my ex-boyfriend. He still live with me. That's what Helter Skelter tattoo woman look like. <laughs> All right, they never had a house clean. All right, let's go to the next three or the next two. Uh, large tattoos. All right, so you talk about leg, abdomen, chest. I mean, it's getting out of control. So, again, uh, I can get the helter skelter or something. I can get the discreet. But now we're talking about doing some significant damage. Neck. I mean, <laughs> look at, like, knuckles. I'm like, come on, you're too young for that. You're too young to make that type of decision. Now, you just pigeonhole yourself for the rest of your life. I don't give a damn what you talk about discrimination. You can talk about discrimination all you want. I know for a fact you can't double down on discrimination too early. You can't lock yourself in. So you're 24, big-ass damn, big-ass rooster on the side of your damn leg. You're like... Why would you do that? You're too young for that. What are you going to do? How are you going to cover that shit up? You're going to need to cover it up. I'm never going to have to cover it up. I'm going to be in these streets. I'm going to live the life. And I'm like, you don't see this coming, do you? You don't see it coming. You're not going to be 24 for very long. And not only that, you're going to have a new mate. The guys that you were with that accepted it at some point, you're not going to want to date these guys anymore. You're going to be done with the jerks. And that's you. You're going to want a good, good guy. But you got a damn rooster on the side of your leg. I mean, <laughs> you kind of messed yourself up. So this, to me, is a sign of bad judgment. This is a bad judgment call from the rip. Sure, she could be good in bed right now. I've got mixed results with women with tattoos. Sometimes they're good in bed. Sometimes you realize that she ain't about that life. She probably came from a, a culture or element that actually supported that and she just went along with it or she had a boyfriend or a man at that point and she went along with it but she don't want to be in that world anymore she's going to be 29 30 she don't want to be in that world no more and, that's and she's going to try to flip it and then she'll get discriminated against and people start saying no nah, i can't take you nowhere <laughs> and then she's going to be mad 
you're going to be mad. You're going to be mad at everybody and you're going to be claiming discrimination. No, choice. if you choose chose something, it's not discrimination. You chose the struggle. I'm sorry. This is what I tell kids. This is what I tell my kids. I'm like, really consider before you do this. Because you're going to complain about this later on. No, I won't. No, I won't. Okay. Somebody says secret societies, societies always have tattoos. Yeah, they do. I mean, but they find a way to hide it uh, for the most part. But if you're talking about a motorcycle gang or a, a gang, like a street gang or something like that, they're going to morally more likely have them on display. But then you're going to continue to get judged on it when you turn, you know, you were a part of death row records when you were 22. Now you're 50. And you still look like you on death row records. Like, what are we doing? Uh-huh. So what do we got here? Uh, artistic tattoos, which are going to be, um, which are going to be a little more of a, uh, it looks more artistic. So that's going to be a situation where they might be able to get a pass. All right, I got this wonderful tattoo sleeve. All right, it's going to look great. What about the koi fish guy? Where are those guys at? Remember the koi fish? Where are those guys at? Any koi fish tattoo havers here? You got the koi fish? Remember that? Let's pull it up. <laughs> All right. For the people who don't remember. I remember that was a big fish, big koi fish. What is it called? Koi fish tattoo. Oh, yeah, man. This one. Oh, yes. I remember that one, man. Oh, my Lord. Hold on for a second. Let's see if I can pull it up. I'm going to share it. Who got the koi fish? All right. Jalen got the koi fish. Remember this? Everybody had this one right here, and there was a koi fish right in the middle. That was a big one. What does that symbolize? It symbolizes here. Mythology and history and this and that. The fish has long been used as a symbol of peace. You got to get yours updated. All right. Uh, yeah. And then dark skinned men and pale skinned people do not look good with tattoos. I just that's just an opinion of mine. So if you have really, really pale skin. It's going to look, the blue's going to look garbagey. It's going to look like, it's going to look like sunflower seeds, corn nuts, Mountain Dew, hot Cheetos, and beef jerky. That's what it's going to look like. And if you have dark skin, dark, 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 dark skin, it's going to look like sky riding at night. <laughs> Somebody just said it. It's going to look like skywriting at night. It looked like an airplane came out, you know, the ones during the day that they write shit. All right. It is going to look like either a birthmark or skywriting at night. Like you're going to see it way over there. They haven't updated they ish in about 10 years. And then it looked like, hey, what's that birthmark right there? Oh, that's a tag. Okay. What did I say? That, that can clearly make out nothing. <laughs> shout out to everybody I, I listen i know people are going to be mad at me at this stream I, I got love for everybody i got love for everybody uh that got tattoos on the on the guy side but i think dark-skinned women look it, it looks atrocious to me uh especially when it's green the green one terrible and then pale-skinned women look like they're gonna always look like trailer park trash to me 
I think when your skin is tan or light skin or caramel, that's when it looks the best. So then you've got Pol Polynesians. That's why they probably going to mark themselves up. It looks fine, you know, or women who tan their skin, it looks fine. Now, obviously, they're going to have a non-tanning season and it's going to look like garbage. All right, but if your skin is more caramel, light skin, brownish, it's going to look better. Yeah, the olive skin is going to look way better. It's going to stand out better. It's going to gleam better. Even when it fades, it's going to look better. It's going to last longer. But the darker and lighter, whiter you are, it's not going to look good. All right. These are all my opinions. But yeah, try, try to avoid, if you have young people and you're counseling them, try to avoid, uh, try to steer them clear of tattoos. Now, when they get old enough and they start paying their bills, there was a wonderful brother on TikTok that explained the eight bills that you need to pay to be considered an adult. When they can pay the eight bills and the four insurance bills, they can do whatever they want. Do whatever you want. Okay? This wonderful brother had a great uh, thing here, and then I'll finish up with all the chats here. Chickity chat chat. Let me see if I saved this video. Yes, I did. Wonderful. Oh, I screenshotted it. Oh, damn. Now I got to go to TikTok. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you do. Oh, here all it is. Right, let's talk about it. Adulthood. Man shit. All right. This is especially for the men. So adulthood is when you can cover the expense of your own life. That is adulthood. Okay. Being reaching physical maturity does not make you an adult. You need to be able to cover the eight major bills and the four types of insurance that you're going to need to be an adult. I'm going to lay this shit out for you. One, you need to be able to cover your own rent or mortgage. Two, you need to be able to cover your car note and the gas for that vehicle. Three, you need to be able to pay for electricity, gas for your home, and your water bill. You need to be able to pay your cell phone bill. You need to be able to pay for food, and you need to be able to pay for cable or internet. Those are the eight major bills. If you're doing all of that for yourself, and you can invite somebody over and take them to pound town, congrats. The four types of insurance that you need. One, life insurance. Two, health insurance. Three, car insurance. Four, renter's insurance or homeowner's insurance. That way, if your house burns down, gets flooded, or somebody robs it, they're gonna give you your shit back or rebuild your home. You need life insurance. It costs $20 or $30 a month for you to get a hundred to $200,000 policy so that if you bite it early, then it's a benefit to your family. People shouldn't have to go in the hole trying to put your ass in a hole just because you drew the short straw. If you draw the short straw and get sick, you need health insurance. Everybody shouldn't go broke trying to keep your ass alive because you ain't paying health insurance. So how much does it cost to do all of that? All right. So, um, that brother's name is the basically black Jesus, basically BLK Jesus on uh, TikTok. Yes, I was doing Hassan Campbell. <laughs> I was doing the Hassan Campbell show on the phone. All right. Um, so, guys, uh, we've been talking about this, improving yourself, getting your life together. Obviously, you do see women that have tattoos that can't even cover the eight bills and the freaking four insurances. All right. So think about that. Think about that. Right. You're you're advocating for people to be able to do this. But then you're seeing that they don't even have their this is a that was a judgment. That was a generalization. 
but that generalization is probably true. They can't even cover the basics of their lives, but you're advocating for them to have tattoos for what? For what? So you can smash them? Mm. <laughs> right? It is what it is. So I'm like, they can afford the tattoos, but they always can't. They always ask you to pay pay a bill and paying for dates and whatnot. Yeah, it's all goes that it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. So uh, let me see here. He says, why people be calling themselves God or Jesus? I don't know. All right, uh, let's see. Cash app. I need to catch up. Hotep Jesus. Shout out to Hotep Jesus. We got uh, Mr. Perez Marco. He says, don't date girls named Molly. They will ruin your life. Molly? Oh, I got a couple of other names to add to that. <laughs> we're going to have to go over. Oh, we should do that. Maybe tomorrow night. Names of the names of women. That will ruin your life. Oh, they'll really hate us. They'll really hate us for that. Edward returns to Eden. Lutheran LCMS. No women pastors or uh, booty pox play. All right, you're a Lutheran LCMS. He says no women pastors or booty pox play. Reading Rainbow. And so, yeah, that's, that's where the church lies, man. Shout out to you. Higher image status. Lukewarm. Be like, I am delivered. <laughs> I'm not gay no more. Oh, man, this is goes back to the lukewarm. He says, see, uh, see, uh, GS says, coach, do you have any tattoos? No. I'm not putting, you know, man, does a Rolls Royce have bumper stickers? You know, that old saying here. No, man. No. The reason why I don't have them is I can't think of anything at any point in my life that I would be happy with. Like, say, from my 20s and 30s that I would have been like, let me get this tattoo. I would have been pissed that I got it, for sure, without a doubt. I would have regretted it, I, and I know this about myself. So, anyway, shout out to Trilla, 19 and 80. He says, women with tattoos is very masculine, and I think they're trying to mimic. This is another them croaching into masculinity. So, as they're doing this, they're saying, hey, men can do it, and I want to do it, and they're trying to do it like their homeboys are doing it, and they're trying to do it like their favorite rapper or their female rapper. I think they're encroaching into masculinity by doing this. I think so. I agree. All right, shout out to Big Doe. He says, keep your foot on their neck with these facts. They hating it. Any women in here with tattoos? Any women in here? I mean, I'll hit, but <laughs> that about it. Abel returns to Eden. He says Lutheran, Lutheran LCMS, not lukewarm at all. He bringing that hell, fire, and brimstone. Shout out to Doc Matthew in the building. Thank you, sir. Very, very generous super chat. Uh-huh. B is for baller. Haven't donated it in a while. Where's the belly deli? Uh-oh, you inviting it. Oh, come on, man. You going to stir up. You stirring up the pot. We'll get it in. Venmo. Let me check over on Venmo. We had our brother whose give a damn was busted. Uh, Cheesed himself, man, I hit this 304 that had a dragon tat under her chesticles, and my meat started looking like chocolate-covered caramel turtle clusters. Wow, that's descriptive. Pause. Yeah, I think, like, at one point, I couldn't even look at the tattoo on the woman I was with in bed. I would, like, I would be like, but I like to have all the lights on, too. But when I see it, I, I don't get, it's not an arousal thing to me. It actually takes away arousal. Am I, for me, I, I'm not with it. I like a very clean, 
a very clean, smooth skin, hairless monkey woman. That's what I like. I like her body to be. Comp- I'm a big skin guy. See, this might be what it is. I'm a big skin guy. All right. I love skin. Like I want the skin to be. Like when their skin is just like soft and flawless, that is that's everything to me. Smooth skin. Oh, my God. If your skin is blotchy and liver spots, like I'll give freckles a pass too. you know what I mean? Freckles. All right. But if it's ashy, dry, blotchy, uh, um, ruddish, like if it's like, yeah, I can't do it. Hairy hair, like the, you know when it, when they have the hair follicles when they shave, and they might be too pale or even dark skin. They shave their legs and the hair follicles growing in. I can't do it. Mm. <laughs> I can't do it. I like, or especially if they skin is saggy. In any, uh, uh-uh. uh. Now, maybe if I'm nasty or a porcelain skin, like porcelain skin, that's a good one that's smoothed out, very tannish skin. I Even dark chocolate women, like dark, dark chocolate, smooth skin women, it's a win. That's a W to me. I'm like, yes. And the softer, the better. But when it's all. <laughs> yeah, it, when it's, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I, I'm definitely going, sorry, not sorry on that one. Or a plain Jane smooth, no blemishes. Like sometimes even if I'm with a woman and she has a bruise on her leg, that's a, I'd be like, I always find it too. I'll see the big old blotchy bruise. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> All right. I can't, I got to hide that. Yeah. I'm like, I, when you send your girl out, do not run. If you're dating a white woman, tell her, do not run into anything. Don't hit nothing. They come back. I got all these bruises. I don't know what happened. Mm. You just ruined my night. That's what happened. <laughs> all right. You're going to have to get yeah, redheads. Redheads bump into the corner of the bed. Big ass bruise. Messed it up. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to my friends overcharged me again. I'm tatted, but I, I didn't start until I was somewhat established in my 20s and all of them are invisible. Trust me and CGA young fellas, do not rush the tattoo. And when you do get them, uh, and then when you do get them, go to a shop and not someone's kitchen. Yes, dude. Young dudes, yes. Start off slow like basketball players. Let me tell you something. You're not going to be a basketball player all your life. So a lot of dudes get the the basketball players. I, even I coached in college women too. They get their basketball, they, they get their tattoos to stand out against their basketball uniform. But you know what I mean? They got it in the version of the tank top so they could stand out. I'm like, don't do that. Don't do it. All right. Shout out to, uh, he also says, I like this new twist of topics previously covered. He says it's really furthering the conversation of the free agents and edutainment you provide. Thank you, man. It's always good to go back. It's always good to go back. All right, so did I get the Dark Saga and uh, Augustine for the co-sponsorship? I appreciate you, brothers. All right, and then we're going to end off on, let me make sure Cash App is taken care of. Thank you for the contributions and the support, all right, to put these shows together. Dude, it is not easy to come up with topics two times a day. For this long of streams, man, it is definitely a challenge. But the support 
and the encouragement makes me do it. So I appreciate you brothers as much as you brothers appreciate me. And I appreciate the people who are watching. Hit the like button. AD Austin, I always saw tattoos as money, money that could have go uh, that could have gone to something better like stocks. I'm the same way. So that's how I look at things. I'm a little, we're a little bit different thinking. I'm a little bit different. I'm looking at it like $200 there, $800 there. No, not at that point in life. Um, no, (laughs) I don't see, I don't see that as a no. I'm like, no, especially if you're a person that's like, well, we struggling out here. We oppressed, but I'm looking at your body and your body looks like 50 cents. And I'm going, huh. Gym status, imagine a guy who grew up in a war zone, seeing people getting their neck sliced, stabbed, and shot. He says, don't you think he'll be messed up in the head a little? Now put that logic to the unicorn you think you found with uh, years of feminist media and social media. Yeah, so the, the longer the better. I know women are like, we're still good people. And that's you. There's a lot to overcome. And... um. Unfortunately, ladies, I know you know men, but you don't know me. All right, you know the men that fall for the goofy stuff you put up with, but I'm not that dude. Shout out to Soul Sauce. Women with tattoos equals trauma. Her body count and her numbers of tattoos are easiest way to determine her value. Wow. And that's you. But I I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. You can just go ahead and and that generalization is going to be probably true not me coach not me all right this is horrible this is discrimination this is horrible this is pre- this is prejudice yes it is all right shout out to thomas p he says what's up coach ever since i leveled up had a few straggle keishas strag keishas approach me and when i rejected them they couldn't believe it one of them had the nerve to call me Rainbow well, since I didn't want to get her number. Hit her with the buzzer. The biggest power you guys will have is turning away low-hanging fruit. You're going you're gonna to get a power like Thanos with the last Infinity Stone. You're going to be like, Rah! and women are going to look at you weird. They're going to be like, what? He didn't go for that? Yeah, man, especially if you a brother or a Latino brother. They going to think you going to simp over everything. She's like, let me just go on and give him a little. And you be like, that's okay. <laughs> They're like, what? You won't even hit it under the cover of night? No, I'm not interested. They'll be like, you ruined them. You ruined that person. And they have nothing else to do to call you bitter and hurt, gay, incel, whatever they want to call you. You got to control this. Even women that you're smashing. Hey, can I come over tonight? No. You mean you don't want this? No, don't come over tonight. Don't come over for the next three days. (laughs) You will turn your whole life around. Your life will turn around. I know people don't think so, but guys that can't control their urges, their lives are probably generally not very good. And they're always distracted. That ping, ping, 11 a.m. text. I'm sorry, 11 p.m. text. W-I-D. W-I-A. Where you at? What you doing? I hit they ass with the ignore, not even read it. And I text they ass back at 6.30 in the morning. Ping. Looks like I missed your text. Oh, you missed it. I would have came over. No, you wouldn't have. 
and I don't give a damn. I was sleeping. Rusted junk. I had a woman try to shame me for not having a tattoo. Yeah, I've experienced that. He says, I responded. One can't improve on perfection. It shut her up for a while, but later she offered me the peace leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's an erotic thing for women. They are attracted by men with tattoos. Especially if they mud sharks. If they mud sharks and shrag quiches, low-hanging fruit. Yep, they love that. And later on, they'll be trying to find dudes without tattoos. Well, I'm done with these jerks. Uh, anyway, and I'm not out to ruin women's self-esteem, but I'm done banging low-hanging fruit. Well, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to make an effort for it. As I tell you, ladies, you can show up here and lay down on my bed like a Carl's Jr. star. Okay. I mean, if you want to make it easy for me, but don't think I'm going to jump through no hoops and hurdles and no 11 o'clock text messages. Hey, wake up. I'm going to stop by. Uh, uh, I'll be over in 30 minutes. You mean an hour and a half, right? You ever see them? Hey, I'm on my way. I'm getting ready. I'll be over there. What time will you be over there? They, oh, I don't know. 30 minutes. They ass ain't going to be there for an hour and 20 minutes. Now you up 1245. Shit, where this bitch at? Damn. She finally show up. <laughs> oh, let me run to the bathroom. You got something to eat? I've been drinking. You got some bread? Hey, how's it going? You ain't going to get to the cheeks until 145 too. As soon as she walk in the door, just grab her by the scruff of her neck and take her upstairs. <laughs> All right. You'll be like, I'm about to teach you a lesson for showing up late. Face to the pillow. Let's go. They going to love that. Ooh, I like that. These are all just straggles. These are all just straggles. <laughs> These people. All right. Soon as she walk in the door, thank you. Let's go. Take her right up to the stairs. <laughs> Cause then she's gonna waste your time. Now it's 145, 2, 233. You got to get up at 530. You like, oh shit, damn. All right, let me bust this nut real quick. Yeah, they want that. They want you to do that. Yeah, but some people are like, that's too much hassle. I never, I don't do that no more. Um, by the way, I'd be taking afternoon nooners. Lady, if you, if you want to mess with me, nooners, afternoon one. Uh, 12.30, 1.32. After that, I ain't trying to catch up with your ass, all right? Hey, I'll be done at 8 o'clock. You're going to be ready. Her ass going to be finishing up doing whatever the hell she doing. By the time we supposed to meet at 8, it's going to be 9.15. I ain't got no time for the bull. Messed up my whole damn night and my day. So, nooners. Come to the crib. Noon, finish up. You go about your business. You go about my day. I go about my day. We be done by 345. Then I can go about my damn day. <laughs> All right. Yeah, be on time or don't show up. Because I'm going I'm to stop. I'm going to just block you if you're late. All right, shout out to Jorge Zapata, evening coach. Evening coffee, CGA. You are on fire, CGA. He says, I wish I knew you'd be talking about these tramps. With tattoos on this slow Tuesday, Gordita Tuesday CGA. I have plenty of photos of the last tramp, the tramp stamp that I dated. LOL, red flags like a Chinese communist parade, emotional struggles. Yes, they're going to be, you're going to find out they're emotionally not there. I say shout out to the coach gang. Stay away from these tattoo tramps gentlemen. 
it's a red flag to me. They're going to have a whole bunch of issues that you're not going to see until it's too late. It's a guarantee. It's almost a guarantee, but, but not always, but it's a guarantee. Damn near. <laughs> and they'll let you roar up all up in the gut. Shout out to um, Jeremy S. Well, I already gave it away. Anyway, he says, hey, coach, sorry I had an issue with my credit card earlier. It is too late to book the coaching call for tonight, or is it? Yeah, it's too late. Um, I got uh, family coming in. Um, he says, by the way, I'll uh, smash a tattoo chick, but send her in the Uber afterwards. That's it. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. And do not go Rosky in her. If you go Rosky, you rolling the dice, right? You rolling the dice. We'll talk about that later. But a lot of y'all will be like, she didn't stop me from putting on the Jimmy. You're not the only one she doesn't stop. <laughs> oh, man, you're not the only one. You think she the only you think you're the only one she letting. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let you slide in there, but I'll make everybody else wear a Jimmy hat. Yeah, you rolling the dice. All right. Uh, on a tattoo chick. Mm -mm. You want her to. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. We're going to get out of here, man. Uh, we'll be back for blue chip mindset in the morning. All right, enjoy the rest of your evening, and let's hear about the Dash You Girl again. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older, um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. Hang on tight. I forgot this for uh, hang on tight. I'm not I'm not on the screen, but I got to show y'all this right here for slow Tuesday. Here it is. Uh, can y'all see that? Uh, no, I got to come back on screen. Give me one second. I got to show I, I meant to show this to you right here. Here we go. Play the video. Roll the video. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not sure. Your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> no, I cannot. Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Okay. Uh, that's your girls coming over tonight, brothers. Don't lie to me. That's your girls coming over. <laughs> uh-huh. Y'all have fun with that belly deli. <laughs>